0: Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this informative and engaging Q&A session. My name is Victoria Bradley, and I'll be your moderator for today's discussion. We're here to discuss pressing questions surrounding MCED technology and its transformative impact on the early detection and treatment of cancer. Let me introduce to you our esteemed guest, Dr. Charles Vega. He's the executive director of the University of California Irvine program in medical education for the Latino community, as well as the UC Irvine School of Medicine. Dr. Vega's academic interests are focused on access to quality, compassionate medical care for underserved populations, and the development of training programs to promote this vision of healthcare. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Dr. Vega.
1: Ah, oh, well, thank you for the nice uh, introduction, Victoria. Great to be here. And thanks to our audience for joining, too.
0: Wonderful. So I'll get started here. My first question for you is how does a multi-cancer early detection test work to identify a signal shared by over 50 types of cancer? And when? what is its accuracy in terms of specificity?
1: Well, that's a great question. Um, I'd just like to intro by kind of pulling back a little bit. I'm, I'm a primary care clinician, so I do a lot of cancer screening and I'm very used to the approach that we've used for decades. It's it's one test for one cancer at a time. You're at risk for lung cancer. We order a lung CT. You're at risk for colorectal cancer. You order a colonoscopy, a FIT test, uh, stool DNA, what have you. Um, and now the MSETs really can change that model. We have problems with adherence to that model. It's, it's really challenging for patients to keep up to date. Uh, two, um, those tests have a very low specificity. When you get an abnormal mammogram, it's very rarely cancer. A normal FIT test is not usually uh, colorectal cancer. MSETs or multiple, multiple uh, cancer early detection uh, systems uh, use uh, different platforms and a variety of different uh, biomarkers, cell-free DNA, patterns of DNA methylation, other biomarkers. And so from one sample, from one blood sample, they can identify over 50 different types of cancer, which is remarkable because about 80% of all cancer deaths are from cancers we are not currently screening for now. And so these are cancers like uh, blood-based cancers, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer. We really don't have effective uh, screening tools. So this is going to change uh, the game. And one of the ways they do so is um, they have a specificity that's much higher. So when you get a positive screen, this isn't a diagnostic test, MSEDs are screening tests, um, you're much more likely to have a true positive. And the tests actually identify the, or, the organ of origin. But it will tell you positive tests, likely pancreatic origin, likely liver origin, and so you can do the appropriate workup and actually make the diagnosis.
0: Thank you. Uh, My second question for you today is, can you explain the technology or methodology used in the test to achieve a 99.5 specificity in detecting cancer signals?
1: Right. And so the specificity is much higher, but it's also worth noting that it's not 100 percent. So there's still, um, you know, if just getting a positive signal does not mean uh, that one has cancer. Um, And in terms of the technology, it's really uh, quite remarkable. The one system that's currently commercially available uh, uses DNA methylation. Uh, DNA methylation is—I think of it like the uh, the traffic cop for um, for for protein uh, transcription. Uh, and so, the, the methylation patterns essentially is telling um, certain parts of the DNA to be silent, other parts to be transcribed. And um, there, the patterns of methylation can identify a cell from exactly or the DNA itself from which organ it is located, whether it's muscle or stomach or brain or blood. Um, and it can also identify particular patterns um, that are associated uh, with a higher risk of, can- of mutation and cancer. And so that's the test that's, that's currently um, available. And it's really interesting with this technology that all of these different platforms are available, are using machine learning. So every time um, a new sample is analyzed, uh, it's evaluated in terms of how the um, the algorithm in terms of balancing sensitivity and specificity did. So over time, we can expect that MSEDs uh, become even more accurate in terms of screening um, through the process of machine learning.
0: That's wonderful news. Um, what are the key factors that contribute to the test's ability to predict the origin of the cancer signal with high accuracy? And how does this information assist in guiding the next steps for patients?
1: Right. And so that's, of course, clinicians and, and patients. Uh, we all need to be aware of just how uh, accurate these tests are. That's that's really important. Um, sensitivity is actually something that's pretty good with our, our current system of screening. We are going to pick up uh, a lot of abnormal mammograms, a lot of abnormal fit tests, a lot of changes in uh, cervical samples that could suggest, uh, the, you know, the beginnings of cancer but aren't actually cancer themselves. Um, so the negative predictive value associated uh, with the commercially available test right now is really good. It's it's approaching 99%. The positive predictive value is more about 40%, but that's still substantially higher uh, than you'd expect with our currently um. Uh, use tests uh, for screening, and so I think it's also really important to say is that the msets aren't here to supplant at this time in any way are normal screening. So patients who get an MSED should still go for screening, routine screening for breast cancer, colorectal cancer, lung cancer, et, uh, et cetera. Um, and, and how they work is that uh, the uh, it's, a, it's a blood test that's done in, uh, in labs and there is a national lab network um, that uh, that is offering this test for MSEDs. Uh, they are sent to one processing center for evaluation um, and the, uh, the clinician has to order the test so patients can't order this test um, but when you sign on to a portal uh, through the website um, results can come back in about 10 to 14 days after sending off the sample and very importantly um, when you have a positive Uh, test and it gives you a potential site of origin, again, it could be breast or liver or pancreas or ovary, you have to initiate a workup as a clinician to actually make the diagnosis. So MSAs are screening and then um, the diagnostic process is up to you and oftentimes may involve imaging, more blood tests, maybe even referral to oncology.
0: Um, Are there any limitations or specific types of cancers that a multi-cancer early detection test may struggle to identify accurately?
1: Well, that's that's a great question, and so I I think that it calls to to mind that um, we still have a long ways to go in terms of knowing uh, everything about m and how they work. The initial analyses are very encouraging with that high specificity level and a good sensitivity level as well. But um, I don't see a lot of data being published right now on the breakdown for individual cancers. Hence, we need to continue to um, use those. Uh, uh, those cancer screening methodologies that we've been familiar with uh, for decades, um, but uh, there is more data coming. So, a large, very large uh, research project uh, based in the United Kingdom, involving primary care practices in the National Health Service, um, using msets has uh, been wrapping up in terms of its findings and so that's under analysis and that's going to give us a ton more data uh, regarding performance of MSED technology and there are ongoing tests of SADS involving whole U.S healthcare care system so that in many, many thousands of patients. So um, you're going to see more about MSEDs, uh in the coming years, and they're really going to start to find exactly where they fit in in terms of this very important issue around uh, cancer screening. So it's it's very exciting times. It's still somewhat early in the process, especially with with many platforms uh, still under development and being tested, um, but it is available right now. This is not stuff that's like, I'm talking, this is 10 or 20 years, 10 or 20 years away. It is, uh, it's right here now. And I think it's something that clinicians really should get to know and pay attention to the data that emerges, because I think it'll be very important to help us to provide better care for our patients.
0: Thank you for sharing. Um, my last question for you today is: How has the introduction of this test impacted the early detection and treatment of cancer, and what potential benefits does it offer to patients and healthcare providers?
1: Well, um, I, I think that at this moment in time, um, that mets really don't impact most patients. So, if you're lucky enough to be part of a clinical trial, if you're part of a health system that uh, that is including mets now, is as part of their um, Uh, their care profile, um, that's outstanding. And you're probably being followed for those results and and you're part of a a larger study protocol. Um, The test is commercially available, but it's not covered by any insurance that I know. Um, It is expensive right now and there is legislation in Congress so that it's actually trying to mandate coverage uh, for this test as a screening test. It does make uh, sense in terms of the economics because we are going to be preventing a lot more advanced cancers, which is of course the, the most expensive uh, care for cancer is among more advanced cancers. You, you drop that level down, you screen more early cancers and certainly better public health outcomes, which is really important, um, but also cost savings as as well. So again, I I think that, um, you know, I'm not using um, MSEDs routinely in my practice, but I can't can't wait to do so, um, because particularly for low-income folks with barriers to care, where it can be difficult to get a ride or follow up after a colonoscopy, um, where health insurance may not cover certain testing um, or or they lack health insurance or an underinsured overall. Um, This is something where a simple blood test, at the same time, they're maybe getting their A1C and comprehensive metabolic panel could really make a difference in terms of getting that screening accomplished and helping reduce the disparity we see in cancer outcomes in low income and marginalized communities.
0: Wonderful, thank you so much for taking the time today to go over some of these uh, questions. I know this is a really hot topic and a very important one to to talk about in my opinion. So thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you, Victoria, and thanks to our audience. I know you're really busy. Hopefully you find this uh, stuff really interesting and it will be coming to your practice real soon.